Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown here with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Everybody's drinking beer tonight. Wow, it's, just, uh, it's been a while for this. I, I pretty much always drink beer. Well, you drink wine, you drink gin, you spill beer. My favorite nights are the wine nights. Those are usually the most entertaining. Yeah. The wine gets you. Yeah. Ryan does not process the wine as well as he processes PBR. <laughs> it's this, uh, this acid reflux, man. It has like really killed my desire to have wine. Ooh. Oof. It's so acidic. Like beer is already kind of a struggle, but like, you know, it's worth w- it. Getting wine old, is, yeah. Getting old must suck, dude. Last time I had, so I'm going to get into the gritty details of what's going on. Oh, but yeah. Like, this, is exactly, this is exactly how it This is the breaking, breaking news. We want to <laughs> throw it out there? <laughs> that. No, I, last, time, last time I had wine, I woke up in the middle of the night, like, choking on my bile. I mean, it was bad. So I was like, you know what? Maybe Can't I'll, do this. Maybe I'll chill on the wine for a little bit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good, good move on maybe, your part. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, jump out of the box wine get into actually some better quality wine it's just the acidity it's it, it is it's wine in general is gonna do it so, so just chug some baking soda <laughs> yeah yeah do that yeah, make your uh or gut explode. hear me out drink beer <laughs> uh there's also beer i'm a fan uh or or <laughs> other assorted things that may alter your mind there you or go that. all right guys that. yeah Good week, good weekend, guys. Good time. Yeah, why yeah. not play video games? Yeah. I didn't do nothing, man. It was Exciting. Great. Well, it was awesome. I became, I, I returned to the role of bocce champion last night. My team, after a several year hiatus of winning, we we uh, took home the the championship last night at our in our league. So yes, all all credit to me. All golf claps, golf claps. Yes, all, all around. around, all around. We need to start a bocce. Bocce needs to become an NCAA sport. I could really get into that. That'd be a good sport because it encourages the drinking, both sides, fans and players, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, we get up there in the bar and we're playing. We're, we play at Painted Pen over there in Buckhead, like Miami, Miami Circle, and uh, we've been playing. The same team's been playing for years, and it gets it gets pretty raucous. We have a good time. Like I, people stick around just to watch the championship game, or the playoffs, and everything. So it was a good time last night on a Monday night. It's exactly what you need for a weekend. How are you going to start your Monday? Going to a bar until eleven o'clock at night. That's what we're doing. Woo! Woo. So you got yeah. you guys are serious players and drinkers. Yes, yes. The, uh, all, the all the Georgia State students who listen to us is like eleven. Wow! wow <laughs> exactly. I'm just going. I'm just going out at eleven. We're <laughs> starting to get <laughs> exactly. ready. <laughs> You're like my night's ending and it's been fun and raucous. I was Ubering <laughs> like, home, oh, drunker and pissed. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I was asking you about this before. Ben Moore is on Twitter talking about, like, Avengers Assemble and stuff. And I asked him what it was about, and he just is teasing. He's teasing. He gave me another gif that just says, stay tuned. Well, I think this is obviously him just... Right. Uh, he he has t- had to, like, take a lot from what we do here. And I think he's gone into our... Um, our Marvel fandom and last call. And he's like, he's trying to associate it to Georgia state, make it his own thing. Cause you know, that conniving Ben Moore will just take, take, take from everyone and never give anything of his own original material. He can't have our a train, right? That's he can't have our a train. He, he's like, I, a, he's like a, the, the repost captain, right? <laughs> I was, yeah. I was surprised he let that post stay. Cause it's, it's pretty bloody and gross. <laughs> 
it was it was in our it was in our it was in the thread the state of Atlanta thread. I think he probably gives yeah. us a little bit of leeway in there. Anyhow, Maybe. creative creative freedoms. We have. That. I went and I posted it and I was like, yeah, this might get deleted, but you know, f it. Oh, whatever, whatever. All right. So the the first thing I want to talk about tonight, uh, it was kind of funny. Speaking of Panther Talk, somebody had posted about uh, the kickoff kickoff luncheons that they were doing pre pandemic, which I always thought were cool. They would do them at the stadium. You'd get uh, the head coach would get up there and talk a bit. You know, athletic director would talk a bit. Everyone has like you know Panther dining cuisine, and you could actually get the opportunity to have a coach and a player to sit at the table with you or, you know, or just sit around. And it's a lot of fun. It happens, you know, on a weekday right before the season starts, but it's a good way to get prepped for the season and get a little FaceTime with the staff and everything. I thought it was great. So anyhow, someone posted about it. And then um, we're like, I mean, that was a lot of fun. I, I miss going to those things. And literally the next day they announced the luncheon or maybe even the later that day they announced the luncheon. So it's happening on August 23rd and I'm pumped about it so much so that we have we state of atlanta have has purchased a table uh which will include eight seats a coach and a player and we will be giving away some of those seats to sit with us and the coaches and players uh to our patreon members so i think that's an awesome uh awesome gesture for you david to to go all out <laughs> and get a table yeah i think it's been a lot of fun uh tim are, you haven't actually committed are you gonna be able to make it to the thing I I actually have to look at my schedule to see if I can rearrange some stuff and make it. I think you're going to have COVID that day. That feels like a no. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't actually, I haven't even looked yet. Um, I I do have a question though. Is there any, is there a liquid lunch option? Is this all on the up and up? You do not go through a metal detector. You can bring any kind of flask you would like and uh, doctor up your beverage of choice. But yeah, I don't think they, I don't ever recall them having alcohol at these things. But yeah, that's not, never stopped me before. So um, do you you know, I don't think I've ever been to one of these kickoff luncheons. I may have been like one, one maybe. No, I think I always miss them. Oh, that's great. It's a lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. It's a, it's a little bit of a fancier affair. You know, people are dressed a little bit nicer. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. But, Ryan, you're definitely going to go. I'm going to be there. And, uh, yeah. So, anybody that wants to join us, uh, join our Patreon. State of Atlanta. Sorry, patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. Uh, as low as three bucks. And um, chance to win a type of list. I think we'll announce it probably this weekend. Sound what good? uh? What time is this lunch? I know it's on the twenty third, right? So what time is uh, it yeah, at noon? Pr- noon probably. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Offhand, I feel like it was like, like noon that. to three. Is what I think I remember. I don't think it was that long. I don't think it was three hours. Maybe I could be wrong. Three? I could be wrong. I can't believe it started that. Uh, whatever. I should probably know that information. So we'll uh, figure it out. We got we got a couple weeks to figure it out. Twelve thirty to two thirty. I was real close. All right. You were really yeah. Well, you were you were off by a full hour. And uh, it narrowed though you were right, it wasn't yeah. as long, but it narrowed. Yeah, yeah your your window encapsulated exactly what, what it was going to be off by yep. bookending on thirty minutes. So yes, you That's win, right. Ryan. You're, you're you are correct. You're correct. So uh, I yeah. always win, and I'm usually correct. So there you go. There you <laughs> go. All right, Tom. You sent out a slew of things to talk about. What do you want to talk about this week? And I say it should be the CBS College Football Rankings. Well, who doesn't want to talk about the CBS college football rankings? We're ranked 80th. That's got to be the highest ranking we've ever had coming into the season. 80th 80th out of all of FBS is definitely, has got to be our highest. 
yep. starting a season. Uh, I, I feel like we were always in the like one fifteen to one twenty five eight. Oh nine, yeah, we were right? always. It was it was getting into double digits. That was our goal. Just get to double digits. Once we get, break the you know, hundred. <laughs> yeah, and that, now we're uh, we're eighty. I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, obviously, we want to be better. Uh, I thought I thought it was interesting. They had coastal first in, uh, the, in the Sun Belt at 36 overall. Really? Which I, thought I, I, I thought it was Appy. Man. Appy's, Appy was ranked 42 overall. So yeah. just, they're both kind of great. I think when it comes to these, once you get outside of that top 25, you can kind of bunch things together. So like, Ryan, you made a comment. Uh, in I the, think in once you're team. done with top 10. Well, I'm just saying like, so you made a comment in our chat that you, know, you were surprised that Marshall at 76 was rated higher than us at 80. And really that, I don't even care. That's, 76 and 80 there's that's the exact same number in this type of a rate a ranking to me yeah they didn't they didn't actually sit down and sit and say well <laughs> is marshall better than georgia state and like you know should we really put them they didn't do that they just chunked it like you're saying exactly you're, so you're I don't, absolutely I don't, right i don't care about that and you kind of it, it kind of breaks out that way you've got coastal and appy are their are the favorites at uh 36 and 42 i i even consider that pretty much the same thing at that level. Although I think that there's some recency bias in this subjective rating system. And that's what's putting coastal ahead. Cause actually DraftKings did their rankings, uh, their, their strength power rankings and coastal came in, I, I think third, like they weren't even, they weren't even second. So, and it, when it comes down to betting, they're going to be a lot more objective about this than what, um, CBS is. I, I got to think, Coastal got some style points for their mullets and their celebration dances. That's it. Mullets and mustaches. They're just yeah. getting a lot of love from the the good season they had uh, two seasons ago now. And, you know, last season it sort of looked like they had a good one. We all know it wasn't really, right? They didn't mm -hmm. win, have yeah. any quality wins at all. Uh, and so, you know, they're, they're still riding that wave, but it's a bubble, right? It's and they're still scheduling the same way. They still have a a pretty uh, lax schedule their their hardest right. games are in conference uh, and they lost their hardest games last year which was against Appy and against us yep so, and i think uh, i think us you know we seem to be growing um a, a like i don't know it's like infrastructure right we're we're actually like building something here and mm -hmm. we're sort of slowly turning the ship where people gave us a lot of disrespect for a long time and now it it feels like it, it people are tentatively respecting us and yeah. it, it's really, as a fan, it feels real weird, you know, like having <laughs> been through this and just like the way everybody's being positive about us. I'm just like, what's happening? What's it, going it on? It is an odd feeling because like we've been so down. We, we, nobody has made fun of Georgia State more than Georgia State fans. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> and so now when we start hearing people that are giving us respect or I say giving us, giving the, the program respect, it's kind of like, wait, wait. You got Georgia State, Georgia State, correct? The, the Atlanta Panthers. That's that's what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. I feel that way too. I didn't know anybody else did. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird <laughs> to find more more people like that. I think yeah. it's a refreshing feeling overall. I mean, sure. <laughs> of course. I mean, of course. We would go to every tailgate. Like, how are we going to do today? I don't know. This is how we're bad, playing how so bad. and so. Are we, so. are we a basketball school? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I remember saying that. I, I remember saying that to Ryan. Uh, in the Georgia Dome parking lot or tailgate one year when shortly after Coach Hunter got there and we were doing pretty cool. I'm like, I think you know football was doing football things, and I'm like, maybe we're just a basketball school. And Ryan, you were very adamant, but I don't want to be a basketball school. I want to be a football school. 
Well, no, I, I hold the position that you don't have to pick. You don't right. have to say we're a basketball school. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, that football just needs to go down the gutter. Like that doesn't make right. sense to have to do that. You can just do both, right? You can be Ohio state or Florida or I think those are the only two that I've ever yeah, done. I don't understand. So I can, I can kind of understand why a good basketball team can't field a good football team because you're, you've got to field, you know, a bunch of players. It's a big, it's a big investment. So much more goes into football than basketball, but I don't understand why uh, football powerhouses don't have like their basketball teams. Aren't also powerhouses. Yeah. Like, and Florida did it a few years ago where they won the national championship in football and in basketball. It's happened. Sure. But I just, it, it's strange to me that you have football teams that are just amazing and like win every favorite in every game they play. And then they have a, a basketball team that, you know, you know, middle of the pack in the same conference as football. I mean, Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I think in Alabama as well. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's like, how can you, how can you not be good at basketball? Or you have not so much money. Top. How can you not be the top upper echelon of basketball? So even with all that talent in the state, Georgia should theoretically have a much better team. It should be competing for the top of the SEC, not competing at the bottom. You know, I mean, let's hope they don't get it right ever. (laughs) That said, I do. That said, I do think that Georgia State's basketball success has been good for the entire athletic program at Georgia State, specifically the football. I think it's going to be a chance to people have heard the name that may have not have heard it before because of things that RJ and Coach Hunter did and then, you know, returning the tournament and, you know, what we did against Gonzaga, even though it gets lost in the mess of his first game and you know, getting beat the way it ended up being. But we were so competitive in that game. Credit to basketball. Credit to Coach Hunter. You know, I, I, I we would not be where we are in both football and basketball, if it wasn't for Coach Hunter, I don't think. Yeah, so, for sure. So. For sure. It, it's definitely like put us on the map in a way that we haven't been on the map. And um, it has to be attracting people back to the program in general. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Cynical Peach is here. He says, uh, saw some people predict Georgia State as a 8-9 win team. And I was like, is there another Georgia State school? Also, I was on the boat early on that GSU should fully invest in basketball and, and forget football. Yeah. Ooh. I uh, uh the, the funny thing is there are there are a lot of Georgia State schools and it's really frustrating to me. I set up a a Twitter search on TweetDeck to, to look for like Georgia State and football and basketball and things like that to, to see who's talking about us. And there's like you know uh middle Georgia State College yep. and Georgia State North Georgia there, there, State. There's, there's several East. schools that actually have Georgia State in the name, and I'm like, we need to get rid of that. <laughs> then you get like Georgia State Patrol. And uh, hey, you yeah, know, it was funny. I wrote, <clears throat> I was writing something, I think it was about like the state law, right? Because, you know, politics stuff. And I wrote out Georgia State and I wrote it out with like a capital S. And I was like, no, don't do that, Ryan. That's that's different. That's that's, it, that's, that's the other part of your brain that you I have to shut would, off. For yeah, a yeah, second. I, I would have just done that. I just would have done that. I would have capitalized the S as well. <laughs> just I just left it as like a little I Easter would, egg. <laughs> exactly. And I would have highlighted should, it in blue. <laughs> we should all get passes though <laughs> when we write for emoji right after it. Do that in your actual press release. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, that's something we really haven't embraced as a uh, as a program is the paw print. I think they used to have paw prints outside of the sports arena. Mm-hmm. They but did, yeah. It was like the Clemson paw print, but uh, blue, and I, I, I kind of liked it. But I know a lot of people that were that cared about this kind of stuff were adamantly against the paw print. Um, maybe, I like the claw well, rips better. The rips, 
you know, like 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 the Panther was shredding Put them on the buildings. Yeah, like shredding. Yeah, stuff, they did that. Know, like they did that early on, like when they're like their hashtag was like on the prowl or something like that. Yeah, it's on like the prowl. The billboard with the yeah yeah yeah. We've had so many hashtags. I, well, they they pick one every year, and that's dumb. But they but they didn't originally. <laughs> Wait, what is so this year's? When they started doing the hashtag thing, that wasn't a recruiting thing originally, was it? It's become a recruiting thing. But the the other the hashtags before were just like a we had marketing. one for a little bit Mar- and, and marketing just couldn't marketing. settle on something right and then now now it's become a uh, a recruiting which i i assume do other schools do that other schools have hashtag hashtags for the re- recruiting classes yeah yeah what is this are year's? they are they better you know uh it was godspeed was 2022 what's uh, 2023 it was, it was something know. stupid remember it was like um it was something not stupid but something that like people that are in our like age millennials even don't don't we understand. Are outside, we are outside the age bracket of right. that type of marketing thing. I, right. I, I, I forget like, what it was, but it was something that's that fine. I just oh, was like okay. totally oh, yeah. yeah, push pushing 23. Yeah. 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 I don't <laughs> thanks. I don't thanks know what that means. <laughs> well, pushing pushing P is like a as a term now. I know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I had to look it up and I forgot what it was because I have old yeah. man brain now. So yeah, I'll never say that. So it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. I don't even know if it's something that you know. It, it might not be, be good for this podcast, right? Oh, no, we have to wait for the last call. Tim, now you got to say it too. <laughs> Everyone's got to say it now. That, Tim, no. come on, man. We said it. You got to say it. Pushing P. <laughs> ah, there you right. go. We're in it together. We're pushing we're all, some we're, P. We're all canceled. <laughs> we're all canceled. <laughs> Uh, uh, one other thing. So on the, the college ranking, the, the CBS college ranking, um, one thing I looking at having coastal as high as they did. And I, I keep on harping on coastal because, you know, screw them, but looking at the entire, uh, rankings and, and then coastal, I could see pretty much every Sunbelt school finishing higher And coastal is like the one that I'm like, if you made me pick one school, that's definitely going to finish lower. Coastal has got to be it. There's no way they finish 36. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that includes you know Monroe at one twenty six. I think Monroe will be better than one twenty six. When everything yeah. when everything's once everything's said and done, Monroe will be better than that. Texas State at one twenty two. They actually may be they may be at one twenty two, but um, this is make or break year for them though, right? They have to they got they got a winner. Their head coach is probably you know on the on the block or actually off the block. Yeah, they're going to cancel eat. the program. And I feel like ULM, they'll definitely do better. I feel like they didn't they surprise someone last year. They won a couple games that you know no one thought they'd win anything. Did they beat like USA or something? They they had, so. like, they had three or four wins last season. I think. Like when you when you talk about games that don't sound interesting at all, um, it's use the word Monroe. ULM USA. ULM's right up there. I mean, ULM USA just sounds like something that I would go out of my way to not watch. Well, so that that leads into something that leads into something I wanted to talk about as well because there was an article about um, uh, the Sun Belt having uh, um, the American Conference in the crosshairs, and this is by a guy Shane Melton Metlin, sorry Shane Metlin at uh, DR, DNR Online. It's a, a newspaper up in I guess the wherever James Madison is. I'm, I'm not sure if they're the one in Norfolk or, or which one's in ODU or James Madison. Anyhow, it's their paper. It's, it's kind of like our old Doug Roberson, the guy that covers would cover Georgia State. 
that Shane does. He is writing so many Sunbelt articles. He's actually a good follow to have right now because he's a lot of a good quality content. Anyhow, he has this article about having the American in the crosshairs. And um, I was thinking about you know, looking at what the Sunbelts could potentially do in the, the coming years. I just don't see it being that attractive to, to these other programs when you have schools like Monroe. You know, the East Division... I get it. Maybe it, maybe I'm biased. That's where Georgia State is, and that's where the, the teams that we're going to be playing more regularly. But when you have to, when you're trying to find a new team to to join the conference, especially if you're trying to go to 15 and 16 teams, I, the Sun Belt, like okay, yeah, there's some great teams in here, but then there's the West Division, and outside of Lafayette, is there really a program in the West that would be attractive to anybody looking to play them on a regular basis? Southern Miss. Maybe yeah, Southern, Southern Miss. Miss. Maybe Southern, Southern Miss now, yes. Southern Miss now, and I mean Arkansas maybe, maybe State Troy. on the fringe, right? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe Troy, but I just I feel like trying to find that best conference Who? for these teams to be in. You can't kick conferences or teams out of conferences, really. And I just I can't see the Sun Belt really truly. Well, we <laughs> get the basketball, <laughs> the but, but, but it pretty, but they pretty much made it. They pretty much said we're going to be a football conference now. So you know. Yeah, we're gonna boot the these football only schools. The non-football schools. They were football only the football schools. schools. I was talking about New Mexico State, Idaho. Idaho. Those those were on those were on temporary. Those were associate members on temporary contracts and, and associate members. Associate memberships a completely different thing. Yeah, that's, we didn't that's renew them. Come on, we booted exactly. Up. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just different words. Right, but but I'm saying you can't just uh, non-renew Monroe. You can't non-renew what i would uh, arkansas state what i would say to that is even even the sec has vandy right so like they're always gonna be like nobody in the sec was like texas you ought to come to the sec because we've got vandy they were like look we're gonna join anyway because you got vandy you know, it's a completely what? different comparison. You're you're not wrong sure. in what you're saying, but the scale of the programs or the conferences are such that, yeah, you've got Vandy, like, but the money is just so ridiculous. It's so huge that it changes everything. Now you're looking at coming into, if we were to add one or two teams to the to the conference, all right, you're pushing. You're going now. You're going from a 14 to a 15, 16 team conference. It's a lot of stuff, and. Vanderbilt would probably beat Monroe. <laughs> you know, like Monroe. Sure. I mean, I, I just feel like you've got a lot of cream, but then you got a lot of garbage underneath it. So, SEC. If the Sun Belt. <laughs> you say cream and garbage? He did. He uh, did. And I, 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 was I was trying to think of a better I was trying to think of a better analogy, but I. That just kind of came to mind. I didn't know where to go with it. Anyhow. I got it. Cream rises to the top. It just, it just was a little. Maybe cream and I don't, know, I don't know. I don't eat. I don't drink things with cream. What What do you like? Um, I don't know. I just can't see a lot of teams wanting to join this conference. Like there, there's talks of the ECU Memphis trying to go for Memphis or UAB trying to poach them from the American. And well, we I'm like, try. maybe, 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 maybe if it was a team or a conference that had, you know, select Sunbelt members. But when you have to look at the entire picture, the entire thing, no. I just, I just don't think that it's um, that attractive to these bigger, uh, these other programs. What if the Sun Belt drops ULM, adds one of those programs, then implements a policy that says we're going to rotate people, and we're going to kick you out of the Sun Belt 
if you're at the bottom rung for three years in a row or something. I don't think team, I don't think uh, uh, I don't think anyone would sign up for it. Yeah, yeah. I would write a letter program. to our president saying sign up for that shit. Who do you think is more likely to join the Sun Belt, ECU or ECU. UAB? ECU, ECU, ECU yeah. for sure. The thing with them is, I mean, same thing with UAB. Well, no, not not with UAB. Uh, with ECU, the current payout to the American is like around seven million dollars a year, and supposedly Sun Belt is now paying out two million. But also, Americans only paying two million to the new members that the the conference USA six that have joined. So UAB, you know, that's potentially poachable there, but I think ECU really fits the, the makeup. UAB is like Georgia state. Georgia state is the only school in the Sun Belt like that, you know, sure. uh, urban, urban research uh, university. So we, we don't fit the profile of the conference we're in, in, in so many ways. So uh, ECU does fit that profile. So I could see them joining whenever their contracts are up, which one of the other, I think it was the same article that by Shane Metlin was um, the American conferences to ESPN deal is up one year after the Sunbelt deal is up. So that puts sun, the Sunbelt in a very prime position. This, and we're talking about nine years from now, 2031. So it's not like anything happening anytime soon. But mm-hmm. that puts the Sunbelt in the driver's seat of saying, all right, uh, ECU, you know when that AAC ESPN deal goes away in a year, you're not going to be getting the same money. You're not getting the $7 million you're getting right now. Maybe in nine years, Sunbelt will be able to drive $6 million or something. So it puts them in a position where they could uh, – be in the driver's seat of getting a school like ECU. And uh, at the media day, Keith Gill, the commissioner of the Sunbelt, actually did make a comment about going to 15 teams, not staying in a, not, not going to an even number. It was a, a single team that he has in mind, it sounded like, as being a potential person. He said if the school's the right fit, the right geography, the right fan base, I mean, it's it's pretty much like he's talking so about ECU. He's talking about ECU. There's no other team. that I mean, Memphis does not fit. Right, I, Memphis has bigger aspirations. They, yeah. they we would we, out of all three of those teams, I think we'd want Memphis the most. Absolutely, we'd want Memphis all the most. And that's, yeah, uh, but I mean, if it wasn't for BYU, if me, if BYU had stayed independent and not gone to the Big Twelve, then Memphis would be in the Big Twelve with Cincy, UCF, and Houston. That's the only reason they're not there, and they're hoping them and SMU can make it to the Big Twelve or something. Their aspirations are P five. Getting them to join a conference, a Sun Belt conference with the teams we have in it now, I, I, I just don't. Someone's got. There's no way. Yeah, yeah there's no way. It. But if we could get ECU and UAB into an Eastern Division, I'd, I'd play that and just. Get and then just the leave the Sun Belt. <laughs> well, that's what I. I would prefer that. Now, I, I mean, I, I don't like I love bringing it. the trash down south with us. That would only would, happen if the other um, mega conferences started splitting as well. Um, we would not split. You know, I know we talk about this a lot. Like, if we got to a certain size, we would just split the East off. But I don't. I don't. First, I I can't see that happening with the other mega conferences existing. If they start, you know, dividing up, then we'll probably be like, well, maybe we should do it too, because it seems like we just follow the leader. We're too big. We need to get smaller, right? Yeah, I just there's just and, and maybe it's just me growing up in in Georgia that I just I don't have any interest in really any of the teams west of Alabama. I guess, I guess west of Mississippi because I I do, I do like I do like uh, 
Southern Miss. I, 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 that was a good ad. I, I, I think yeah. Southern Miss was one of the, the top two ads to the conference with the, the new four. So you brought up a really interesting point of having trying to get rid of that dead weight in the conference, David. I think, you know, you just you tell the conference, hey, we we have a new formula to to do your your payout revenue, and you know the formula has you at zero. So you know you can just keep playing in the Sun Belt year after year. They'll get the hint, right? Yeah, I um I, I just don't think it. I don't. I just can't imagine it working that way. But <sighs> never know. Let's do See, it. If we were, it would never happen. And then also something else to pay really close to it. If, if we add ECU, if we add just the one team, go to 15, uh-huh. uh, do they stay in they, – they would be in the Eastern Division. Does Georgia State stay in the Eastern Division? I don't want to do anything that puts us in the Western Division. That would be the worst. Staying – the Sun Belt, you, you guys all know how much – what I feel about the Sun Belt as a conference. But we're in the best part of it. Right. Like what happened to Troy? Troy got bumped from the east to, to the west with these new additions. I think Troy likes it over there though. I Who? think Troy might like it. <laughs> I think Troy may like it over there, but I wouldn't. I would not want to play those teams on a regular basis. So you don't want to own the West? No. Could you imagine Georgia State being in a West division? <laughs> I mean, we are the, the furthest west rivalry though. would blow up, right? Yeah, but, I, but that, 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 that just scares me. That 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 scares me. That scares me. I I really I'm really enjoying having a rivalry with a just a really shitty team. So <laughs> it's fine the, with me. The the one thing that I take away from the Lafayette rivalry that I do enjoy is it just kind of like flows right into my Falcons Saints rivalry and I, I love that same hatred it, it's a double dip on that hatred you know yeah. like, it's just like it's it's, it's like a, a deep it's almost natural for you right exactly and and it which is weird about it is I don't feel that same way about Monroe like obviously I hate Monroe being from Louisiana but I just don't care about them that much maybe because it's not really been super competitive with them even it's, though they yeah, did and, and they didn't have even like they all did of the break Dan Ellington's leg or tore his uh acl so i should hate him i should hate monroe the most <laughs> lafayette's never achieved anything <laughs> i don't just those those basketball days though i mean like it just got so built up with and it was the fans really you know that like built that up so much so well oh and, yeah the, the, and, the bob marley you know their coach yeah. being a racist yeah. and there's that and there's that yeah <laughs> uh we on time. Oh, I think uh, cynical cynical Peach is out there saying that he doesn't think he or she doesn't think that uh, ECU would come. So I want to challenge cynical Peach. Who, what team would join the Sun Belt? Say, what do he say here? He says uh, there is a delay. So we'll go back and read this. I, I'd love to add UAB and uh, FAMU to the uh, Sun Belt. FAMU is a strong alumni base, and we can get in front of recruits in Florida. I don't see ECU leaving because they want to play in New York, uh, New Year's, New York, New Year's I, Six Bowl. I, I, I don't, I don't know if uh, Famu would would want to join uh, the, the Sun Belt, Bell. right? I mean, it, uh, you know, they're I think they're happy right where they are is is, is what I've gathered. Yeah, and I, and I mean, we're not. I don't want to be in a conference that's in the business of promoting FCS anymore. If you if yeah. if the Sun Belt has really taken that step as you know being that we're supposed to be that that the new american or rivaling the mountain west and the american for the best g5 conference then you're not promoting from we're not uh, the bottom rung 
from FCS. Yeah. So while if 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 FAMU wants to make a move, then their spot right now would be going uh, Conference USA because Conference USA needs members badly. Uh, nothing against FAMU. I just I that's not where I, that's not the conference I want to be in. And, and again, right I now. don't think they want to go anywhere. Um, I, I've just yeah. never had any indication of that. And like you know, it seems like HBCUs are content. Where is FAMU? Where in Florida, Florida are they? Florida. I know. Where, where, where in Florida? I guess it's Tallahassee. I thought it was Tallahassee. Tallahassee. But that's one thing. If we were to add a Florida school, I would want to add um, Panhandle, Florida, like that. I would not want to go deep south in Florida because that that stretches the geography big time. Now, as a visiting fan, maybe I do want to go to South Florida for a weekend in the fall. Maybe I, maybe I do. I don't know. I was excited about FAU, FIU when we joined. Uh, not like excited, excited, right? Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky were the, the reasons I was really excited. My secondary were FAU, FIU. Basically, all of them moved right when we announced we were coming. Yeah, <laughs> but I was more excited about FAU. They're just they're definitely on a different trajectory than FIU. Yeah, I just here. figured uh, it would be a good it would be a good trip. You know, like it'd just be nice to oh, go. Yeah, go, go to the beach in October. Yeah, yeah. Michael Hall says the only FCS team you'd want to accept is uh, Chattanooga, UT Chattanooga. I'm like, no, it's close. <laughs> it's close. They'd be west. <laughs> yeah, we'd them on the west side. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd go to that game every year. Well, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd go to the game. Uh, there's a brewery right across uh, from the end zone. See? Yeah, I, I my sister lives in Chattanooga. I visit over there, and uh, yeah, you, you can sit on, sit on the front porch of this brewery, and you can like see their their stay in their field. No, I would not want. Give me give me more reasons for Chattanooga to move to Sunbelt. I Rock, Rock City every year. I, I would I would take Middle Tennessee uh, back before I'd want to put uh, promote Chattanooga. But I want Middle Tennessee back. So, but you want Middle Tennessee back? So. Yeah. Well, but I don't want Chattanooga back. So we're gonna so we're gonna agree on something. Look at that. Oh man, do we beat that one to death? Is that good? There's quarterback so. rankings. There's quarterback rank. While we're talking about rankings, there's quarterback rankings. Athlon ranked the quarterbacks in the Sun Belt, and uh, Granger comes in uh, number three, which I think well, he is had pretty... a good game. Yeah, well, he's yeah. Well, you you look at it last year. There's a bug in here. If you see me swatting my hand, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he came, so when he came in last year, we were hot garbage, and he was the cream that rose to the top, and we did really well once he came in. <laughs> So, no, we did. We so here's the deal. He extra creamy. <laughs> uh, Wait, what's, what's, what's the deal, Ryan? What's the deal? We didn't. We didn't, and it wasn't his fault that we won a bunch of games. Like it just. <sighs> all right, I gotta put. He he's explaining why he's going on mute after after he goes on mute. <laughs> <laughs> it it wasn't fault. Granger's fault. We won a lot of games. No, it no, was not, it, was a, a, it was a team game. It's a team game, and what we what oh, we yeah. watched here. Well, let me now, right? So, <clears throat> what we watched game in and game out was a very average to below, like just below average quarterback play, just well enough, and the rest of the team did really well, right? That's what we watched, and we there was one really great Granger game, and it was the ball the game, ball game, right? I mean, ball and game. that was like. That was like elite quarterback game, right? And those yeah. stats are just such outliers and are included in all this stuff. And like, I just don't. If he's good enough to to win, that's that's fine. But he's not the cream that rose to the top. So he, here's here's what you're missing 
out on Ryan is we know this. We know that these guys do not pay attention to the Sun Belt in detail. So what they saw was quarterback change, four games, whatever, five games into the season Some. that we went on. We went on an insane win streak or seven of eight or whatever it was. They saw that. Then they looked at the bowl game and saw those, you know, ridiculous Mike Vick Madden numbers on everything. And they said, oh, he must be with things. And so he, he's behind Grayson McCall, who number, wait, wait, number wait. one. Michael Vick Madden number. He didn't break his ribs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know, Michael, Michael Vick is considered the cheat code of, of Madden. You know, when you, when you played as Michael Vick, you could not, you couldn't beat him. You couldn't lose. If oh, you I were, thought he was uh, brittle. Like, I mean, I guess in real life, he's brittle. Real life, yeah. He's like the Julio Jones. Yeah. I, I would say Julio Jones. In that you case. just don't get tackled. You're fine. Right? Punk right. is going to Sorry. Tampa. Anyhow. Yeah, so uh, you got Granger behind. Grace McCall, number one, who is potential, I guess, uh, is an NFL prospect. And he's then you've got, you got the, the ACC two-time transfer at App State that is number two. And then out of the other um, you know, uh, schools in the conference, out of what is it, that's 12 more schools, uh, they think that Granger is uh, the third best. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that one. I'll check Mark. And, we got and a great look, quarterback. Maybe, you know? maybe in that bowl game, something clicked in him, and that's just how he plays now. Um, and that would be phenomenal. I would give if if that if we just kind of kept rolling with that, I'd be like, holy crap, we got the best quarterback ever. I mean, to play you know twelve games that way would be. Yeah, well, well be obviously, amazing. if he if he puts up numbers, you know, as good as that, <laughs> game in game out the rest of the season, uh, this entire season, then obviously, yeah, we're looking at a magical season. We're looking. I mean, at we're looking at Heisman. player. You're, you're looking at you you're looking at some P five ones, right? I mean, you got the two P five games. He can yeah. dominate those if he's playing that same way. Yep, for sure. So yeah, I'm on the Granger train, but I don't think that that's gonna happen. No, that? I don't think so. I gave, I put everything into quad last year and and coats, and I talked him up so much in the off season, <laughs> expecting like you know just Dan Ellington style play from these guys. All last year, I'm not putting any predictions on anybody. I don't want to be the curse. The interceptions and fumbles. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim, I'm not, Tim, I'm not. Tim ran a, po- a poll in our in our Patreon group me, and everybody pretty much expects Granger to be about the same as last year. And I'm 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 saying that that's not good. Yeah. That it doesn't bode well for for <laughs> the wins in the season if he plays the same. <laughs> Well, it's good enough well, to win some games. Like, that's 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 you know that's proven out. But he, I mean, he's not like a. That won't be eight or nine wins, right? I mean, no, no, no. We'll, no. we'll skid the six. We the six maybe. Is, uh, oh, I'll 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 be very upset if we're a six-win team. Me too. I expect more, but but shouldn't every school should that be the bottom barrel? For everybody is yes. like six keeps your coach around another year. It should be like the bottom barrel for like it's. If you're losing year in year out, that what school would accept that? What schools do accept that? Right. Yep. U- ULM. <laughs> no, they hired uh, what's his face? Bowden. Gra- Grandpa Bowden. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying. And they they're did. They spend did. all that they, duck they, dynasty they, money. <laughs> they put together some wins last season, so talking a lot about Monroe tonight. Hey man, they beat they beat Bama. You know. They did. They did beat. Was they that, beat was that Saban's, Saban's Bama. Was it, that, that was Saban's what first year? At that Bama? was his very first year. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they were, and that's when they were coming off their like uh, restrictions, right? They had like their scholarships restrictions and everything. Obviously, I wasn't, Bama I wasn't has come far from then. 
yeah, they, they've done they, all right. They clearly need a rematch just to yeah. make sure it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, yeah. Saying, clearly that was just like a road bump. You know, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, they, 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 they clean up well. That Bama team, they clean up well. Uh, there was, there was a, uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit with uh, with Granger. There was uh, and somebody took NCAA twenty fourteen and they put in all the, the updated rosters and logos and everything, and they did a simulation between Georgia State and South Carolina the first uh, the first game. And this is an over an hour long watch on YouTube. Someone posted on Panther Talk. I think Ben posted it, but it's a simulation. This guy is just watching is Southern South Carolina, a Southern Carolina fan, and he's just um, uh, watching this replay or the simulation of the game. And it's like 12 minutes before you even get to the to kickoff. So it's, just, it's like watching a real football game because it takes forever for them to actually get to the when the game starts. Do you at least have like announcer voice or anything? Like, is it? No, no. It's just a guy talking about the play. And I watched maybe a, skipping around. Maybe I watched five minutes of the whole thing. Uh, there was no way I was watching uh, the full hour of that because I started again. I started it about an hour ago. So in prep for this. But uh, it starts off. I mean, if anyone wants to watch it, you know, skip ahead. Spoiler alert. Yeah. 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 But uh, it starts off in the way that we would expect a game against an SEC opponent to be. We're losing big. Final score of the game, though, is 21-18 loss. I think that if we lose to South Carolina 21-18, that's a, you know, a respectable loss. But I still I still want us to play to win that game. I still feel like there's a chance that we we take one of the two from South and North Carolina this uh, this season. Well, I would say that's not the typical um, P5 game for us, right? I mean, for any for any of the, the money games, right? Usually, <clears throat> it's depth that gets us. And right. we have enough starters to actually, like, put it to them for, you know, a quarter, two quarters, two and a half, three quarters. And then it starts getting away from us because depth starts being a little crazy. You know, they start trading out players and... We do it too, but our second string is not our first string. Yep. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. Or in the case of Auburn, just the officials decide they don't want the SEC to lose to Georgia State again. Uh, you know, and we blame that a lot, and we've talked about this to death. But I, you know, I don't know if that's the the nail. I, I, right. They, we don't know if we would have won if they didn't get that. That pass was completed. only second. That was a, a second down play. If I'm not, if I'm remembering yeah, correctly, they, like they still they still would have a third down, a third and what twelve or something like that. Right. So they they would have had a chance to do something there. It, uh, who knows? But it definitely puts a bad taste in your mouth, and it's and people remember it. I like I said, I have my uh, little Twitter searches that I follow daily, and there's people that still talk about how you know Georgia State versus Auburn, and uh, you know that should have been a win. Or the even this, even the Auburn that. fans were like that. That was a really bad call. So I mean, it, I'm stadium. not arguing it was a bad call. I, it was clearly a bad call, but I don't know if we win anyway. I don't know right. if we win either, uh, but. I'll say that. I mean, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that. Sure, that was, we had won that, that game lot, for sure. That game was locked it'd, up. It was done. It had been, had... been fourth and two. They would have gotten ten yards out of it, and we would have stopped them. That one was, that, won. That game was that game was gift wrapped. The paper was on. The bow was putting on, and then my toddler came in and just ripped it apart. <laughs> Your tore toddler. everything off. Tore everything apart. My kid. That's my what boy. happened. Yes, <sighs> yes. Blame my evil children. So. All right, uh, I got a couple more things that you know we can talk about, but I think we can hold over to last call. Um, some of them are kind of like last call worthy. What do I you mean, guys? I got to pee. 
All right. Well, I guess we're done. I guess we're done. We're going to last call then. <laughs> Where you can watch Ryan. Be- no, uh, we we don't get that bad. <laughs> That's our only fans. We do not have the only fans yet. That's our only fans. You can watch. You get uh, behind the scenes the pee breaks. <laughs> was only was our only fans discussion last week on last call or was it on the regular episode? I don't know. I can't remember. I, did we even I, discuss it? Oh boy, are we just we, like letting we the cat did. out of the bag completely no, here? We, we did. <laughs> we need to have our. We need gotta gotta have an uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. I don't know what kind of content we're going to come up with other than Ryan Ping, but yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, for more conversations about Ryan Ping, find our last call on patreon.com slash Atlanta. It is free to everyone, just available, delayed to non-members. Uh, you can join as little as three bucks a month and get you access, early access to last call. You get access to our private group chat, which is always going, always going daily, going uh, with good conversations about Georgia State and other fun stuff. So uh, then discuss our merchandise at merch.saveatlanta.com. Check that out. We're going to head over there. And another benefit is you get to watch you get to watch um, live stream of Last Call as a Patreon member as well. So thanks for checking that out. Uh, say goodbye, guys. Hi, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.